What's up, everybody? This is the HodgePodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb, bringing you the quick hits on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, oh my gosh, guys, it's about an hour and a half after the game ended. Um, I was literally on my back porch, uh, had a fire in the old solo stove there, watching the game on my iPad, and just after everything that happened, I'm out there screaming and yelling, dropping F-bombs left and right, just going crazy. My neighbors must think I'm insane uh, if they have no idea, because I had my AirPod in, so there was no sound for everybody in the neighborhood to hear what I was watching. So, yeah, there's that. So, let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, right off the bat, man, uh, right, I think it was the first inning, Kutch has a hit right off the bat as he's approaching 2,000 hits. You know, they said this series was a chance for the home crowd to see him do it, and it looks like it's definitely going to happen this series. So it was good to see right off the bat, he come in and get a hit. Um... I saw Swinsky was at cleanup, uh, and they said something like this was the first time that Santana got moved down to fifth. Uh, it's a great move. I've been talking about it for you know two weeks now, even before Santana got injured. That my man's just not really a power hitter. He he doesn't hit a lot of home runs, or at least not this season. He's only had two, to my uh, knowledge, and there was really no need for him to be batting cleanup. That didn't make sense. Um, and Shelton finally uh, made the move with Santana's first game back. Decided to move him down to fifth and put Swinsky at cleanup. Swinsky probably does have the most power on the team when you think about it, so it may it makes sense for Swinsky to be in the cleanup spot. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, uh, the one inning where Arenado was on first base, I thought that was a great job by Hedges to tell Contreras to step off when Arenado was like halfway to, to second. Uh, just a great job by uh, Hedges to tell him, and great job by Contreras to step off the the mound and and they. Got Arenado in a rundown, they got him out. But I thought it was a great move by Hedges to do that. I wanted to give him some credit after you know giving him a hard time about the defensive missteps by him in the last game. But uh, speaking of Santana, though, Santana gets up. It's his first game back. You're not expecting much. Right off the bat, with a hit to left field off the bat after being injured, it's like, oh, wow, okay, so my man, he, he's good to go. He's ready. Um, early in the game, the Pirates had, like, they had multiple hard hits, but they were always right at a Cardinal player. You're just like, damn, man, they're, they're hitting the ball hard, but it's just like Palacios had a hard hit. Sawinski had a hard hit. Marcano had a hard hit, but all of them were just right at guys, and it, it was kind of frustrating. Um, Contreras, man, my man, he, you know what? He started off really good. Uh, his fastball was back up to 97 miles per hour, which was really good to see. Um he had his slider curveball. His two-seamer was going good. He was paying that outside corner on righties a lot, freezing him uh, and getting K's to start. And then in the third, man, it just it just fell apart. He just he was ahead one-two count on Donovan um, and just left a curveball right over the middle of the plate like he's done before. And Donovan, rightly so, crushed it for a two-run bomb. But it just snowballed. Next hitter, Goldschmidt, he hits one off the wall. And you're like, God, this is this is so bad. Then then Gorman gets up, hits the ball up the middle, and just like that. And this and here the, the worst part about all this was my man was ahead in the count against, against Donovan one and two with two outs. All of this damage with the five runs happened with two outs. It, it was just horrible. Arenado got up, he drills a two run home run, and you're just like, what happened? Contreras was doing so well. And then all of a sudden, just like that with two outs, they put up five runs. You're like, man. And you know what? And I know that there are casual Pyre fans out there that just went, you know what? It's a Friday night. They're down 5 nothing already. 
I'm turning the TV off. I'm going to go do something else. And, and I, and you know, I, 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 I'm not surprised if that happened. Um, but you know what? Just you get to the sixth inning. Uh, how about whenever uh, Jack Sawinski had that great catch in the sixth? I can't remember who it was, but he stroked that ball towards the wall. And, I mean, Swinsky had a perfect angle on the ball because of his drop step. He, he did a nice drop step to his left and just ran a nice angle on the ball. And, I mean, for my young outfielders out there, there are drills out there to practice uh, working on getting a good drop step in the outfield to get a good angle on a fly ball. So if I was you guys, young, young uh, outfielders out there, you know, I would definitely look up outfield drills on drop steps. That way you can work on those drills. So you can look like Jack Sawinski out there on a nice hard hit ball to the wall, and you can make it a catch on those hard hits. Um, I also thought that was a great bat by uh, Jack Sawinski uh, in the big inning that the Pirates had. Um, I think he was buying the kind of count one, two, and he got he got it a walk. He got walked, which was really good to see from Swinski. I mean, we know how much he K's a lot, but it was good to see him in that at bat. Um, and, uh, actually this was the first, uh, time that Hayes got a double to double in Jack. Um, then Austin, or yeah, Hedges, to his, to his credit, got a hit. And I was like, okay, Hedges, you got a hit. The only problem with Hedges is though, is that the twice he was up with two on and did nothing. And it was just like, son of a bitch. Why can't you, you know, you like to see him get the hit when you got runners in scoring position, but twice he got up there and nothing. And again, this goes back to. You have a guy up to bat with a 160 batting average and with runners on, it's happened twice in one game and nothing comes of it because this is the problem that the standard with our batting averages for our catchers with Hedges is, oh, he's a great defensive catcher, so we're going to put up with this. Can you imagine if Andy Rodriguez would have been up to bat with those runners in scoring position twice? Might have been a different outcome. I'm just saying. Um, also, what else did Hedges do? He did something else I wrote down here that I thought was really good. Oh, on the force play at home, I thought that was a great stretch by Hedges to, to catch the ball and still keep his foot on the plate. Uh, the throw by Santana in the seventh to get that out, I thought that was awesome. Good job by him. Um, speaking of Santana, again, he gets up uh, to get that big inning started. That He gets up, just takes a ball opposite way to the wall, a, uh, a two-run ground will double, and I mean, the Pirates took off after that. Hayes with, I just, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, I, my wife came out to start talking to me while I was sitting by the fire on the deck and Hayes was up and I'm like, babe, just, just one second, you know, Hayes is up. We got two on, you know, I'm trying to explain to her the situation and she's sitting there and she's patiently waiting for me. And all of a sudden that's when Hayes just absolutely nukes that ball into left field and I'm jumping up and screaming, and she's looking at me too, just like probably like the neighbors, yeah, I'm crazy or whatever. And I'm just like, oh my god, babe, he did it! He he did it! He gave him the lead. He hit a three run bomb to left field. He hit a home run, and I, I was just so excited. Then Palacios gets up. He hits a no doubter over the Clemente wall. Just absolutely crushed that ball. I I was, as you can tell, I was I'm still excited. It was just I I got goosebumps just talking about this stuff, and I had it when it happened. It was just an amazing uh, inning, an amazing thing to see as a fan. You know, for us that, you know, we hung in there and we watched the whole game. And, you know, you end up getting rewarded for it, man. You know, being committed to watching this team. And it just, it felt so good to see that. Um, Bay, how about how about Bay? He gets up after them. He strikes out. 
Um, but then in, in the center field, they did defensive switch, and they put Bay in center field. How about that diving catch he makes? You know, he struck out, and then he goes out there and makes that diving catch. Just a great play by Bay. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, it seems like his defense is getting a little better, huh? Um, they also brought Castro into the game at second, I believe, uh, during that defensive switch. Um, and that and that really ended up being the sign factor, guys. It was 7-5. Uh, bullpen, Holderman, and, and Bednar come in. They do their thing. I think Holderman maybe get one hit, and Bednar gave one hit, and that was it. Uh, but just just an absolute crazy turn of events to just see the Pirates be down 5 nothing, and you're just like, man, this this sucks. Because, you know, it's a nine-game home stretch. The Cardinals have not been the greatest. They were doing okay after struggling in all of April. But, you know, you're catching them at a good time. And you really, it's a division game. These are very important games. The Pirates are ha- you know, half a game out or going into this game. So they, to come back and win 7-5, just, just absolutely incredible. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and get into the uh, least valuable player and then, the, uh, and then my MVP of the game. Um, for me personally, my... I'll go at least valuable player first. Uh, it has to be Contreras. I- I'm sorry. I just he went four innings and just absolutely cratered. It-, it was seven hits, five earned runs. He had six Ks, which was was good going into, but then he just absolutely I don't know just fell apart, giving up the two home runs. His ERA is up to 482 now, um, and just it just sucks, you know, cause he looked really good to start the game. You thought, okay, you know, maybe he's figured out a little something and, uh, he's going to be good to go as a starter. But, uh, you know, just, he's got to find a way to, to, you know, get, get that third out, man, ahead of count one, two on a batter with two outs. You got to get that out. And I mean, just, a he's been doing this a lot lately where he just, he hangs a curveball or puts a ball right over the plate. And it's just, he's just got to learn, man, to, to try to avoid that. Um, I think it's pretty easy to say who my MVP is. It's Hayes. I mean, my man was three for four. He had a run, four RBIs. Uh, he did have one K, but so what? His batting average is now up to 231. That's how bad he was doing before these last couple games. Um, he's got his OPS now at 656. Now, like I said, both these are now up. They were lower than that before. But, you know, here's, here's my question. Is, is Hayes the X factor on this team? Is he is he like that that piece that if he puts it together and can I'm not even asking him for power if he can hit for average if we can see a lot of these two for four three for four games from him and get that batting average up to around we'll say two a three hundred right if he can be that kind of third baseman for them is he the X factor that's gonna gonna put this team at another level I mean look we can talk about Reynolds we can talk about you know Kush Sawinski you know whatever but in the last two games. Now that Hayes seems to be on fire. Last two games, he's had two multi-hit games. The teams combined for 16 runs. So you tell me. I mean, that, that to me seems like it's pretty clear that, that when Hayes has a good, t- t- a good game, the team goes along with it and they, they either end up putting up a lot of runs or winning or they're, they're in it till the end. And I didn't even realize it that, that maybe he is the X factor of this team. I personally was always like, okay, you know, it's Reynolds, um, Kutch, Santana, uh, those guys, right? Um, you're, but I don't know, man. Like these last two games with Hayes just ripping the ball, 
it's kind of showed me a lot that man, when he's when he's on, it seems like the team's on with him. So it, it just seems to have a an impact on the team. So that's my question for you guys: Is Hayes the X factor for this team? All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I wanted to go ahead and get into the divisional standings because um, because honestly, to me, it's it's really important to to know what's going on around the division because we're right in the middle of a division race here. I mean, we're right in the thick of it. So I think it's important to keep updating you guys um, if if you haven't if you haven't been really paying attention to see what's going on and also the wild card. So in the standings. Uh, the, the Pirates are still a half game back. The Brewers, the Brewers are thirty and twenty-seven. Pirates twenty-nine and twenty-seven. So the Brewers won tonight. Uh, run differential still minus twenty-five. So like to me personally, it seems like they're bound to go on a losing streak sooner or later with this this run differential. They're not they're not doing that well. They're giving up a lot of runs, but not putting up a lot of runs. So to me, it sounds like they're getting lucky. Um, as I said, the Pirates are now twenty-nine and twenty-seven, two games above five hundred guys, and a half game back. Uh, Cincinnati's still in third. They're 26 and 31. Uh, they've lost their last two. And their run differential is minus 29. So, again, another team that's just, they're not putting up a lot of runs as opposed to uh, stopping the runs is getting put on them as well. Chicago, 24 and 31. Um, they're five games back. I forgot to say Cincinnati's four games back. Um, Chicago's run differential right now is plus five. So, not that, you know, not great, not, not bad either, you know. St. Louis, 25 and 33 now. So, they're five and a half back, still in last place. Um, their run differential is plus five. So, I mean, you saw how deadly they can be. Look, when I did the scouting report, what did I tell you guys about? I told you guys about, and you and you know about Goldschmidt and Arenado, but you saw Gorman get the key hits. Uh, Donovan was another guy that I brought up uh, in his stats. So, I, I told you guys, these guys are dangerous. That one through four lineup, you saw what they can do with two outs, put up five runs in a blink of an eye. So, uh, yeah. I mean, just dangerous, and, and it was good to see the Pirates just be able to come back in this game and keep fighting and just do what they did. Un- unbelievable job. Um, all right, for the game uh, tomorrow, the reason why I'm doing this tonight is because tomorrow I'm going to be really busy. But uh, the Pirates are going to be facing lefty Jordan Montgomery. Uh, in 11 games, he's 2-6 and six with a 4-4-8 ERA. 60.1 innings pitch, he has 55 Ks and a 1-4-4 whip. The game is tomorrow at 4.05, by the way. He'll be taking on Luis Ortiz, who the Pirates just called up about, what, two and a half weeks ago? Um, right now, in four games, Luis Ortiz is 1-2 and two with a 4.35 ERA, 20.2 innings pitch, 14 strikeouts, and a 1.69 ERA. So, uh, they're facing a lefty, so that means to me Castro is definitely going to play. I expect Joe to play um, at the expense of Bay sitting. Palacios will probably sit. Um, and really I expect it's a, it's a four or five game. So I wonder if delay will get the start tomorrow. He probably will. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I would like to see delay get, get the start. He does have a better, uh, batting average. I'm, I'm, I, it's killing me seeing all these runners get left on base when, when Austin Hedges is up to bat. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know guys, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to be really busy tomorrow. Like I said, uh, I'm hoping to be able to catch some of the game as I got stuff going on, but I'm just I'm so overjoyed with what happened tonight. I really hope this catapults them, you know, forward and they can get on a run here. I mean, you're facing the St. Louis Cardinals. They're a tough team, but they they do have a losing record, 
Then you've got the Oakland A's that are really bad. And then you're facing the Mets after them. And the Mets are, their record is right around the same as the Pirates. And, oh man, I think I forgot to check in on the wild card real quick. So yeah, let's check in on the wild card real quick. And let's see. The Pirates are now, have that third wild card position right now. It's Arizona 34-23 with the number one wild card. Then the Dodgers 34-23. And then it's the Pirates 29-27. Um, they're now ahead of Miami uh, Marlins 13-28. Uh, and the Mets are 30-28. So yeah, they're going to be facing a, another wild card team in the hunt. So these, these next nine games, man, that started tonight are huge for the Pirates. They could have a big June. And you've got to remember, May and June are big months usually for Kutch and Reynolds. And then if Hayes has found it on top of all these younger guys like Marcano and Bay and Palacios and Connor Joe has found it again, they've got a real shot here, man. They really do. And like I said, uh, like I said uh, yesterday, you know, I'm really hoping they get on a roll, and that really forces Ben Charrington's hand. I got, I'm hoping he's like, you know what? They they are ahead of our projections. They are maybe you know going to get on a run here, and and maybe it is time to go ahead and get them more help. Bring up Andy Rodriguez and these other guys from AAA, maybe even some guys in Double A, if you get my hint. Uh, they're they're just. I'm really hoping this happens. I really want it to be this summer. We have waited so long. I just want us to have a summer where we get to watch really good baseball or just, you know, competitive baseball. Uh, and that's all I'm asking for. But I'm, I'm really hoping that, that June uh, is the start of something special. Um, but all right, guys, uh, that's all I got. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, if you'd like to subscribe, I really appreciate it. All you do is click the plus button or the follow button. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, if you if you don't have a specific network you want to use, if you could use Spotify, I'd really appreciate it. But if not, that's okay. No problem. Um, don't forget, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com if you're a Steelers fan. Uh, got some good content on there. We just interviewed Vince Williams uh, two days ago. If you'd like to listen to that, it's also on YouTube as well, Steelers Sanctuary. If you could subscribe on that, we'd really appreciate it too. All right, guys, that's it for me. I'm out. Take care.